I need advice. Like every leader also likes to be led. I like to be led by another person that knows what the hell they're talking about. Welcome to the Hustle Rebellion Show. We are on a mission to prove that being busy all the time does not always lead to success. We are business owners who are ready to stop wasting energy so we can be more productive. This podcast will give you the steps to stop hiding behind the hustle so you can start living the life you want. I'm your host, Heather Porter. Hey guys, welcome back to episode number seven of the Hustle Rebellion. And I have a really fun guest on today. Are you interested in upskilling yourself on social media marketing? Well, you're definitely going to learn some things from this incredible guest. I want to introduce you to her. Okay, so Rita is an Instagram and social media expert, and she's the chief eating officer of Lick Your Phone Media, a social media marketing agency with a combined hungry audience of 2.1 million people. So yes, she specializes in the hospitality industry, doing social media marketing for them. You're going to hear about an incredible case study coming up of how she literally turned their dead dinner into a crazy booked out all the time dinner session at their restaurants. So stick around for that. She's been recognized as the social media marketer of the year, not once, not twice, but an incredible five times in one year. In one year, you guys and being named a finalist 11 times for multiple awards, including the best social media agency and best small social media agency in the country. That would be in Australia and Entrepreneur of the Year. So she's done a lot of things in a very short amount of time. She's in a growth phase of her business. She definitely has some really valuable ideas. And there's some common threads and themes that go through her interview that I know can help you if you're also in the growth phase. And also, are feeling a little overwhelmed. So stick around and let's welcome Rita onto the show. Well, hello guys. Welcome. Oh my gosh. I have Rita from Lick Your Phone. I can't even believe it. Okay. Before I even get started with the interview, you guys have got to go to the Lick Your Phone Instagram account. You will die. It literally is mouthwatering mouth candy. (laughs) And what she does for her clients too, we'll get into that a little bit later is wow. Hello, Rita. How are you going? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And I think you're such a perfect person to have on the show right now because I've seen your business continue to grow. And when any business is in a growth phase, this is when that sort of hustle mentality slash help, I'm losing my work-life balance thing really kicks in. So I know you're going to have some really interesting tips for the listeners. So I just want to start straight in with asking you, what are three ways that you've been doing in your business lately to sort of grow without that hustle, stressed out mindset? So if this is currently right now, I really want to mention this because I think it's really important. So let's take a step back before I give three tips. It really depends on which stage you're at in the business. So there's different stages. So right now I'm in the growth stage. But previous to that, I was in the seed, like the newborn stage. So right now I would say I'm a toddler, but the newborn stage is very different to the toddler stage. And then the adolescent, you know, the teenager and then adolescent, I'm still yet to reach that. So right now, the three tips would be, it's all about your team. My dad drummed this beat and he said, your team make you, your team break you. So for me, it's really hiring about the right team. 
And what I mean by that is, so when you're hiring, it's really important that you're doing tests. Anyone can talk the talk, but I need to see them walk the walk. I have interviewed over 200 people just to get one role and they have to go through different tests that are relevant to the role. So that's really important. I don't hire just on skill sets. I hire based on their personality because I can teach them their skill sets. So the things to look out for is attention to detail. That's really important. So the tests have that, but also love and passion. That's really important. So hire a really great team because you can't do it alone. The next one would be delegate because you can't do this alone. Again, back to the team, but you really need to really stop and think when you're about to do something, think about, should I really be doing this? So that's a question. Like even when I'm about to send an email, I'm like, I don't need to be doing this. I have an assistant that can do this. Yeah. And training the team. So not just, oh, two weeks in and then see you later. I've spent lots of time training the team to then be able to delegate, to then question myself. Can I like delegate, 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 delegate. The third thing that's really important is systems, processes, automations. You must stop doing things that are, you know, in the dinosaur world. Like you just need to stop doing things that are old school. You need to be doing things that are new school, which is softwares, systems, automations. And it depends on the industry that you're in. So whatever you can do to automate, do that because that will give you back five hours, eight hours in a day, which you can do whatever it is that you want. Love the answer. Do you believe in the saying, slow to hire, fast to fire? Have you heard that? I have heard that. And I was kind of shocked when I first heard it, but only when I was actually in that shoe Uh did I then really understand truly what that was about. I'll give you an example. I think that's a very harsh way of putting it. I think that's really harsh and like, no, be kind in this world. So you hire fast or however quick you can really manage because honestly, even when it comes to hiring, it depends on the person. Are they good? Like how quickly can you hire? So maybe I would sort of reverse that, like be more, not slow, but more fussy when you're hiring, not fast when you're hiring. That's what it is. Yeah. Slow to hire, fast to fire. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would suggest. But if they're really just not getting it, I think you would know if they're the right fit really in a week, two at most. If they're not the right fit, let go quicker because that's saving you back another two months. I like that. And I like that you said you're really picky as well. I have another guest that's coming on soon who has a company with 300 employees and she only hires 1.5% of applicants. Incredibly picky because it has to be that testing phase, the value alignment, all the things you're talking about that are so important. And secondly, I love that you talked about your SOPs, those like procedures. So many of us, I think in business, it's like the hardest thing to get the stuff out of our own heads, right? Yeah. Do you have any tips on that specifically? How have you gotten all that talent out of your head to your team? Well, are you talking about hiring or the actual training? The systems and the training piece, yeah. I had to hire help. So I hired help to first and foremost understand hierarchy because Ah. how do I delegate roles without me knowing what's my actual role? I'm in every department and I shouldn't. So I had help 
I hired a mentor, someone that specifically does this. Don't do it yourself because that's going to take you longer if you don't know what you're doing. Hire the right people. So I hired someone specifically for this. So there's systems and processes that are coming into place. It's just there's so many parts to this. I can go on for days. It depends on the industry. First and foremost, to keep it simple is understand what the roles are. Hire help as well to if you don't know or just write down what departments there are yep and what's the most important role that you need to hire for yeah and i like you said too sometimes you don't even know so you hired help to help you even work that part out too yep it's so important to hire help the specialists yeah in that field that do this stuff you don't need to do it yourself so good i recommend don't so good and i think that whole hustle grind sort of stress thing happens when we try and do everything ourselves and we forget that there is help out there for us, right? Correct. You really need help. Like, <laughs> which I want to go back one step, if that's okay, in the startup stage, because the advice that I would give in the startup stage, three tips in the startup stage is basically you need to be around a like-minded community. You need to be around business owners. That's really, really important. Educate yourself. So you really need to be understanding what is that you're doing. Like, what is it that you do? So I didn't really know what I was doing. I had to sort of figure it out. So spend time learning and keep shit simple. So three things in a day. There's so many things happening in the beginning. You're going to be overwhelmed. That's okay. That happens to all of us. Write three important things down and then just cross it off. I use pen and paper tool today. I just cross it off and I feel productive onto the next. Really smart. So now I want to change gears and let's talk a little bit about a case study or somebody that you're helping in your business. This is where we can really learn about what Rita and her amazing team she's growing are doing for businesses. So think of somebody that you've worked with recently that has you've made a really big impact and walk us through who they are, what you've done for them, kind of the before and the after of them. I love what we do and it's basically helping other businesses grow. So I'm helping other business owners achieve their dreams. So the best, or the current, or the one that comes to my mind is a restaurant in Darlinghurst called Fortuna Drink and Eat. And they had recently opened, they were recommended to us, and they were doing just brunch and they were doing okay. They came to us and basically we used the power of social media to blow up their business. Like these guys were dead during dinner. And they send us a video and it's packed, <gasps> packed. Wow. On top of, I guess, what are some great tips for marketing? So we've talked about the organic content posting, the influencer marketing, the events. But then another strategy or, you know, marketing tactic that you can add is digital ads. And Heather actually looks after Fortuna, Fortuna Drink and Eat. She's the dedicated digital ad specialist. And we did a Valentine's Day campaign and the client said, well, like my business blew up. They were booked out. So Heather doesn't just do one. She does all of our clients' ads for the hospitality industry time and time again. I just see that it just works. That's why I keep giving her clients of ours. And she's just really good at what she does. She gets results and that's, at the end of the day, what matters. So without going into like all the crazy, crazy details, we use social media which is free. It's a free tool to attract customers. And then we basically get restaurants packed out with customers by using the power of social media the right way. Does that 
makes sense. It makes sense. And of course, now you know I'm going to ask you what's the right way. Okay. <laughs> so like, give me a few things that you've done specifically that's cool for them. Okay. I have to relate specifically for my industry, which is in the hospitality yep. industry. Of course. What works best for marketing in the hospitality industry is A, social media, because I need to show people, I need to show them content through videos, photos. It's still good to have a mix of both. It's not just video. It's not just video. It's both. Not everyone wants to watch a video. Okay. So you really need to do content is important. So organic basically through Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. The second most powerful thing would be influencer marketing. Influencer marketing is hands down the best way to grow a business. It is word of mouth referrals on steroids. All it takes is literally one person and it doesn't matter about followers. Like do not worry about someone's followers. You can have, and I say it day in, day out, where you have an influencer that only has a thousand followers, but their videos are hitting a hundred thousand views. So stop looking at the followers, start looking at the content and that person's reach. So influencer marketing is hands down the best way to grow a business, especially in the hospitality industry. You need to have awesome content. So invest in a professional photographer and invest in a content creator that knows how to create reels. See how I didn't use the word videographer? Yeah, I did. The videographer is someone who just specifically does websites and social media is not the content that works on websites. It's get your iPhone out and literally record and make it interesting. So a content creator, invest in that. Use you know a free tool such as Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to then organically spread the word. It's actually two tips. And then you can throw events. Events, honestly, it can blow up a business in a weekend as well. So we've been doing that and it's been working extremely well. So things I'm hearing from you is leverage, right? So first of all, it's looking at your team. And in this case, again, you're talking about the right team member, content creator versus like a videographer, right? So it's knowing the right person to put in the right spot. Leverage through other people's networks, like the influencer marketing and events you know, creating environments where a lot can happen in a short amount of time. So very smart. Any other little tips on the types of things that you might put in a video to make them interesting? The best advice that I would give is just make sure that in the first three seconds, it's exciting enough to get them to watch another three seconds. And the question you should be asking yourself is, would you even watch that video? Yeah. If you would scroll past, then what makes you think that someone else isn't? So. Just ask yourself, would you even watch this? And I have another question because you're so great at social. Right now, all the hype and all the craze is video, video, video. And I liked what you said. It's not always about the video because some people don't watch video. So what's the other type of content tips that you would have around maybe images or captions? You need to have a healthy mix, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, if I am going to a restaurant, first thing I do, or most people do, will either hop onto Instagram to look at their menu. I'm not going to watch a video to look at their menu. I want to see what food it is. And in the description, I want to know what food that item is because I want to order it. So let people know, like be quirky, but also let people know what it is. Don't Mm. second guess. And the best advice for captions would be if you're going to use a CTA, call to action, one, not 10, not two, just one clean message, hey, link in bio or 
It could be call to book and then put the number. One call to action only. Absolutely. And this goes across any industry for you guys that are watching or listening. It doesn't matter if you're in hospitality or not. I like that sort of different ways of talking about what you do, like the menu, just a photo of a menu. Any business can kind of replicate that depending on what you're in. And I'm always a big advocate of one CTA as well. I always say a confused mind never takes action. If you give Mm. people too many things to do, they're not going to do anything at all. Exactly. (laughs) Like I was furniture shopping and I'm looking at Instagram to look at furniture, but I'm like, what is the name of this couch? (laughs) I want to buy it. And it wasn't available. So even if you're doing influencer marketing or if you're on your own socials, please tell people where it is or what it is. Because how else am I going to know? I was literally scrolling through going, I really want this. It took me 10 minutes to find it. I was really determined. I finally found it and then found out it was sold out, which I wish you told me in the first place. But yeah. Yeah, wasted your time a lot. Influencer marketing. How do people get started to try and get into influencer marketing? Okay. The question you need to ask for that is, is it relevant to my industry? Mm -hmm. So if you're a financial advisor, dude, I'm not going to go really on Instagram and listen to a financial advisor on Instagram. However, I did listen to a financial advice just yesterday on TikTok. Mm. So the question here is with influencer marketing, is it relevant to your business? Is another influencer going to talk about your business? And do they align? That would be really important. That's the first thing. Just think about your industry. The second thing here is make sure that you just have clear guidelines. You can email them. You can DM them. My preference is email. Yeah. But not everyone checks their emails or every influencer. Not every. Some don't even have their email in their bio and their contact option. So you'll need to DM them. Keep it short, sharp, sweet. Hey, we'd love for you to experience a VIP, like treat them like VIP and just let them know like, Hey, we'd love in exchange for X, Y, Z. Hey, we'd love for you to, we'd love to gift you blah, blah, blah in exchange for X, Y, Z for younger influencers. So a younger following someone that has a larger following, I would just not give them a budget. Like for restaurants, we don't give them a budget. We cap it at like, hey, come with two guests because I have spent years building a loyal following and don't tell me that I'm only worth a hundred bucks at a meal. Like I'm going to be doing you a favor. So just invite. If I love it, I will of course recommend it. So Mm. bigger influencers, gift without like restrictions that you have a better chance of them coming in on contra without payment. I'm talking about influencers on contra when you're just basically inviting them without any sort of demands in return, if that makes sense. makes a lot of sense. It's that sort of setting the intention of the relationship from the start where you want it to be maybe a good relationship, hopefully long-term, and then you're not literally going in with that, I want this from you straight away attitude. (laughs) Yes. And that's why it's important to start working with influencers that are also younger because they are going to grow into potentially macro, but you would have built that relationship with them in the beginning. I say it over and over again. So that's really important to start with the young ones. Thank you for those tips. Love them. Okay. 
Now I want to move into talking about overwhelm a little bit. And you did actually say something which I liked earlier where you were saying, you know, whenever I feel overwhelmed, I just write down like three things I need to do on paper and tick them off as I go. Mm -hmm. But let's go a little bit more into that overwhelm because you're in the growth phase right now. You're hiring a team. You're doing amazing things for your clients and growing their businesses as well. So I'm sure you experience the overwhelm that they're feeling too from their end. Mm -hmm. What are some tips or some ideas around people that are experiencing overwhelm? What can they do to sort of come back into grounding and doing what they need to focus on? I think that you need to get help and it's okay too. Overwhelm means like it's just too much for you. And even what I did was I got a mentor. Yeah. So I lean in into people that I trust when I don't know. I need advice. Like every leader also likes to be led. I like to be led by another person that knows what the hell they're talking about. So it's really important to get help or advice from someone that you trust or that has been in those shoes that can give you solid advice. So When I was growing the agency, I spoke with and got advice from someone who's done it, who's grown an agency himself. And I said, can you just please give me advice? Like mentor me. And he's like, yeah, sure, I will. And that's it. It was as simple as that. It's just someone within our friendship. Like it was my brother's friend. Yeah. Jamie from Divine Digital, actually. Yeah. So it was not like, oh, I went looking on Google. It's just someone that I thought that I trust that I would get advice. So I got advice from him, but then I was like, oh man, I really need help with systems and processes because I was feeling overwhelmed with this big task. Like there's so many tasks to do and it's, I lost track. As your team grows, you need to know what the hell they're doing. They need to know what they're doing. They need systems and processes. Otherwise they're lost and how do you keep track? So then I was like, I need help. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know exactly really what I'm doing. I need help. So The advice is here is get help from people who are experts in that field. Whatever your problem is, find someone that has done that and then ask them, not someone that has no experience in that overwhelmed thing that you're feeling. I love that. And I'm in a mastermind of other agencies because I do website development and CRO or conversion rate optimization on websites and funnels. So I was the same thing as you, you know, it's like you can only learn so much and you feel kind of alone and you're growing this company. And so I'm in a mastermind of other owners that do what I do for the same exact reason, because you you cannot do it alone. And the second I get off a call with those guys and we do a call once a month, I feel so at peace and grounded and like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one going through yeah. these problems. There's something magical about having mentors and people in your circle. You have clarity. You're overwhelmed. It's because you're like, I don't know. It's the unknown or you don't know what direction. And then you get clarity. Yeah. And that is that aha. Oh, okay. I'm not stressed out anymore. I love it. Guys, go get yourselves some mentors and some help and expand that circle. So this brought me to another question that I wanted to bring up with people that might be going, well, where do I find a mentor? Like, There's sort of, I know people I've spoken to that are like, I want to learn from other people that do similar things to me, but what if they're a competitor? Like, how do I start? Where do I go? Do you have any advice around that? Amazing question. And it goes to mindset is I don't view people as competitors. Yeah. I would see them and view them as like a potential mentor. So I would just email, call like, hey, I am XYZ. I really love what you're doing. And I just wanted to know if you would mentor me. Brilliant. What's the worst thing they're going to do? Say no. (laughs) 
like usually business owners love to help other business owners. True. You might be surprised if they actually come back saying, yeah, I'd love to help you. So really, really good. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. I love it. Okay, good. So now I want to talk a little bit about you and what makes you unique as an entrepreneur and business owner. Yes, let's say it's your time to do a little brag session. <laughs> but honestly, what makes you and what you do with Lick Your Phone different from other people out there doing social media campaigns for businesses? The first thing that comes to mind is my personality. I'm different, very different, but I bring my personality into the brand. So I guess it starts from me that I like things to be fun. I don't like things to be boring. I used to work in corporate. I was in finance. I'm like, oh my God, I am really <laughs> bored out of my mind. And I used to just make it fun. And so I just wanted that to continue to have fun with what I'm doing. And I still do that. So again, with the team, it starts with the team, the people around us that actually make things happen. Like this morning, actually every Friday, I have this jam. It's Friday, then it's Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. Oh. Like I make them get up and we start dancing. <laughs> I love it. I just want everyone to have fun, love what they're doing. Cause then you're never really working a day in your life. Like today it's going to be half day because you know what? They deserve it you know, birthdays, have a day off. Like I want to give back. I want to make them feel valued. Actually, one of my team members, she's like, you know, what makes it different here is I'm valued. And that's one thing that I never felt like when I was working for someone else. I was like, I care about what I do and you don't give a shit about me. I hated that feeling. So I want them to know that I love them with my heart. And instead of telling them, I'd rather show them. So it starts with the team. And then everybody else sees it, like the clients see it. The branding, it's punny, it's different. So, you know, when I'm letting potential clients know, like, hey, meet your team, it's M-E-A-T because it's related to food. So that's meet your team and keep it simple. We keep things very simple, but also fun. And they trust us. So we build trust early on. Like, I trust them. You know what? We really don't advertise much. A lot of our clients are from referrals. So referrals are everything. So I think that's what makes us different is that we're fun and we really, this is what makes us different. Sorry. I just got an aha moment. Go. I mentor my team every freaking day, Monday to Friday. I'm always mentoring them. 8 a.m. is mentoring session. And that's what makes it different because I love learning about social media and I love teaching about social media ah. and my team froth off learning and I'm always teaching and I encourage them to teach us new things as well. That's what makes us different every day. I never let their skills become stale, always fresh. I'm so glad that moment came to you because I know there's a lot of people that probably just needed to hear that and get that nice little reminder. Yeah. So there's some core themes that are coming through from our conversation. Team, team, team is massive, massive. Don't do alone. That's another one that I'm hearing from you as well. And overwhelm can oftentimes stem from the fact that you, A, are trying to do it alone, or B, you're not relying on your team. <laughs> yep. Or that you just don't know and you need clarity or guidance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really important to get guidance. Every leader also likes to be led. So it's okay to ask questions and get help. Really well said. So if somebody is listening to this session, they are in hospitality, they are in the Sydney area, what do they do? How do they get in touch with you and how do they learn more? Call me. Nah. <laughs> so, 
best way to reach out is head to our website, lickyourphone.com. A pop-up will come up or just the contact. Put in your details and I'll have the team get in touch with you ASAP. Perfect. And as you guys can tell just from this conversation with Rita, she is literally the most kind, lovely and fun bubble of energy ever. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) You guys have to watch this on video to just see some of the little extra things that are going on in video if you're watching an audio. So pop on over and watch the video version. Thanks, Rita, so much for being here. I've really enjoyed our conversation. And thanks for sharing those beautiful tips with people that might be feeling a little overwhelmed or flat with the growth in their business. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Hey, Hustle Rebels. If you enjoyed tuning in, you have to check out hustlerebellion.com. It's where you get access to the special resources mentioned in these episodes and can watch the video versions. If this episode gave you a few tips to help you run your business better so you can live a more joyful life, please rate and review it and pass it along to a fellow business owner. As always, thank you for your support.